0: Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast with Ignite Life KC. This podcast equips and encourages you to live your best life and glorify Jesus as you walk out your faith life in him because it's in him that we live, we move, and we have our being. That's out of Acts chapter 17 verse 28 in the NIV. And last week we talked about how to have a full how to live life to the fullest. And let me tell you, I'm excited because we have over 200 downloads of our 10 episodes. That's right. You heard me right. 200 downloads of our 10 episodes. This is episode number 11. And we're basically going through the book of Matthew, learning about how to have life to the fullest. You see, Jesus wants us to have life to the fullest. We've got to look at his words in the John 10:10, 10, 10, the good news translation. And Here's what it says. The thief comes only in order to steal, to kill, and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life, life in all its fullness. That's where we got the name of this podcast from, Life to the Fullest. Because Jesus wants you to live life to the fullest. You see, we've been in the book of Matthew for quite a few episodes. We took three episodes off. We did some specials. We did a special on the Day of Atonement. We did a special on Yom Kippur, and we did a special on how to live life to the fullest. And so we haven't been in the book of Matthew for a couple of episodes now, and because we did those three specials, I want to give you a whirlwind view of what happened in Matthew chapter 14 and 15 today. You see, in Matthew 14, number one, Jesus feeds the 5,000 people. You see, the people started following him all the way back when he started doing the Beatitudes. And so that was in Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. Then he did some miracles. Then his popularity gained. These were the popularity years of Jesus' ministry. And so... Here we are in Matthew chapter 14. Jesus is teaching the people. We've seen him do crazy, amazing, and wonderful things, including walking on water. We've seen him calm storms. We've seen all of that. Matthew and Mark both record those stories in the first, um, I think it's the first 10 books of the book of Matthew. So Jesus has done amazing and wonderful things. He's cast out demons, the blind see, the dead are raised and the good news is preached to every single person in Israel like Jesus is going on this good news campaign it's crazy it's you could call it the Jesus campaign but he's not running for elected office he's not trying to you know form a new government start a new revolution he's trying to get people in to the kingdom of god and so he's going around he's preaching the good news raising the dead healing people feeding the 5000 and then Matthew chapter 15 this is what he does. He he goes on and he starts healing many people. Many many more people start following him. So 5000 people get fed. That's that's just including that's not including men, women. They're not talking about just the women and children. They said 5000 men were fed. So it could have been more like 5 to 10,000 people got fed in Matthew chapter 14. So you got a take those estimated numbers double them because there were women and children with these men and people followed him like crazy entire families would show up to listen to Jesus talk and so this miracle that he did that's almost 10,000 people got fed then he goes on a healing campaign he starts healing people like crazy people are following him and the crowds get even bigger and the more he he keeps on moving, he goes into more remote places, and now they're out in the middle of nowhere, and he does it again. He outdoes himself again and feeds 4,000. So you might as well double that number. and said 18,000 people in two different stories got fed. Can you imagine 20,000 people nearly get fed by the ministry of Jesus? Then he goes savage mode, Matthew chapter 16. He starts... Calling out the Pharisees for who they are, which is, you know, liars, cheaters, people that disobey God. And, you know, he wants them to know, hey, look, I'm not here to call. I'm not here to call the righteous, but the sick. And so you better get yourself right, because if you don't, you're going to be worse off than you were before. So, you know, Jesus doesn't want us to be no worse for the wear. So you got to get yourself Right. And the only way to do that is through a relationship with Jesus. No amount of religion will make that happen. And so he goes savage on the religious leaders, start calling them out. He gives them an ominous warning about how they don't know how to interpret the signs of the time. The son of man is literally standing in front of him. He's healing people like crazy. He's He's feeding multitudes because they're hungry, both physically and spiritually and the miracles are just one right after the other after the other after the other after the other and he's gaining in popularity but he's also gaining in um you know what's what's the word i'm looking for his infamousness is gaining also because he's becoming infamous to the to the religious leaders and so here we go the infamous jesus not known for basically he's he's not even like the bible says that he's not even going to stand out you're not even going to notice him in a crowd and so you know the stories are getting more and more they're like are these stories even true like these some of these stories are so crazy people don't even know if they're true because they don't have social media there's no way to you know go videotape jesus doing all this stuff and so videotape i sound like i'm i got a camcorder in my hand and i'm gonna go out there and do some crazy wild out things with jesus no they didn't have any recording equipment back then so they're like well we got to go investigate this stuff then ourselves and so the pharisees they go out they investigate firsthand and they're like this man's a blasphemer he's calling himself the same as god he can't do that and jesus is like hey look You gotta look out, he tells his disciples, you gotta look out for the yeast of the Pharisees, because if you don't, you're gonna be you're gonna be bad off. So Jesus is telling him, Jesus is telling him, like, he says, Beware of the yeast of the religious leaders. And then this is my favorite part, Matthew chapter 16, they get to this town called Caesarea Philippi. And when they get to this town, you know, this town is home to all sorts of crazy ideas. They want to know, like, where Caesarea Philippi is known as the gates of hell. Like, literally, it's a godforsaken town uh, of godforsaken town. And so, Caesarea Philippi is known as the gates of hell. They believe that there was a portal into hell in Caesarea Philippi. It was basically a trash heap. I mean, that's... uh, that's all that Caesarea Philippi was good for, was a trash heap where they would go burn stuff in, in the darkness. So like Caesarea Philippi, not a place you want to hang out. And when Jesus gets there, you know, Caesarea Philippi is known as the trash heap of rumors, too. And so when he gets there, Jesus asks them this question. He goes, who do people say that the son of man is? Well, they replied. Some say the son of man is John the Baptist. Some say he's Elijah. And other people say that he's Jeremiah, one of the other prophets. Jesus knows that he is the son of man by the way. And so, but, so he goes to his disciples and he says, but who do you say I am? You know, keep in mind what town they're in. They're in the gates of hell. And so... You better figure out a good reason how to beat the gates of hell back in to where it needs to go. And so, but who do you say I am? Jesus is being very pointed when he asks this question. None of the disciples had an answer. And all of a sudden, Peter raises his hand. I don't know if Peter raises his hand, but let's just imagine Peter's like, oh, I got this one, Jesus. Who do you say I am? They're all murmuring to each other. Uh, The rumor mills flying about, Uh, what are we doing here, Jesus? What are you trying to say? Well, I say that you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus goes, Simon, you hit the nail on the head. Blessed are you, Simon, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means the rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Then he sternly. Well, no, hold on. So whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then he sternly warned his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah so that's the question to us today who do you say that jesus is is he a lunatic a liar or is he lord i love it how c.s lewis said that he's either a lunatic a liar or the lord he can't be he can't be all three so what do you what do you say about jesus who do you say jesus is do you say that he's the son of man Because there's a time coming where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. That's in Philippians. You see, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Jesus became the lowest of the low. He became a servant to all. And God raised him up to the highest place. And because of this, and because of this, He will be pronounced King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So what about you today? Do you say the same thing that Peter says? Will you say you are the Messiah, the son of the living God? Will Jesus answer you back the same thing? Because everybody thinks that this is this is the this is the crux of the church. Peter is not the church. Peter is the rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. He built this church upon the apostle Peter. If you don't believe me, look through the book of Acts. Peter is in most of those stories in the book of Acts, in the first 10 chapters. It's Peter, it's Peter, it's Peter. Even in the latter chapters, when Paul joins the party as a believer too, it's Peter leading the church. Peter leads the Jewish church. Paul leads the the effort to reach the Gentiles. And the gospel is taken to every neighbor and every nation for the glory of God. And we are benefits to that today. So what do you say about Jesus today? I never like to end a broadcast without giving you the opportunity to accept Jesus as Lord. Because one of these days you won't have a chance to. So if you're listening to this and you've reached the end of this podcast with me, say this prayer with me today. And you will know who Jesus is. Say, dear Jesus, I believe in you and I give you my life. Thank you for your life, your death on the cross, and your resurrection from the grave. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And thank you for saving me. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for watching We have listeners in 10 different states and three different countries, and I am so excited to have you here. If you want to visit me on my website, it's very, very simple to reach me. Send me a message. Tell me where you're listening from. Tell me what you're listening on. Is it Apple Podcasts? Are you listening to me on Google, on Spotify, Amazon Music? Tell me where you're listening at. I want to hear from you. Go to IgniteLifeKC.com, and while you're at it, Follow me on social. I got a Facebook page. We've got an Instagram. We've got Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. We got so many social media platforms we're on. It's ridiculous. So get over to my website today, IgniteLifeKC.com, and connect with me because we want to connect with you here at Ignite Life KC. Thank you guys so much for watching. I got to get out of here. Peace.